Hi, everybody. Welcome to Breakfast with Brokers. Today is all about the client. So listen up, (laughs) agents. We are only talking about what we can do for our clients today. Here we go. Morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Breakfast with Brokers. Um, We are doing this early in the morning and I barely have a voice. So bear with me that I sound like a man (laughs) for the next couple minutes. Um, Just a topic that I feel like I've been discussing with a ton of my fellow realtors all at different, you know, levels of success is this this topic of you know, us being so lost in our own kind of egos and industry. And, you know, for us, we measure success based on, you know, how much money we're bringing in or transaction numbers or, you know, latest sale you've made or something. But it it also is, should be measured on kind of your reputation in the industry and, and with our kind of clients themselves, right? So like, and that's a hard thing to measure. So I understand, you know, we understand why we constantly go towards the whole, you know, I've, I sold this amount last year or this, but there's a lot of good agents doing good things that aren't exactly, you know, blowing the numbers off, off the doors, you know? And I think that that's, it's going to be hard to measure, but I think going forward, it's really what's lacking in our industry. So there's tons of, you know, new shiny toys coming out in the real estate industry and whatnot. But my concern is how many of these quote unquote toys are really focusing on the client experience. So I think what we lose sight of is, you know, it's hard to be an entrepreneur. Let's just, let's just talk about that. Okay. So it is incredibly hard for you to go out there and make money out of thin air, right? Like I don't care who your broker is. They're going to give you the tools, but at the end of the day, you're out there trying to motivate yourself to not lay in bed and to not, you know, watch TV and to get out there and try and generate sales, right? So you have to, that has to be a focus or you're never going to succeed. I think if there's some stat and forgive me, cause I don't know the exact one, but it's like 85% of real estate agents fail. And the average real estate agent salary is like $28,000 a year. So like in a New York Metro area, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how you live on that. on that alone right so you you get a lot our industry gets a lot of people that I think are feeling like they're not doing well because they're not hitting these blockbuster numbers um but I think it's important to applaud the people that are actually making the decision to leave a corporate setting, to leave that cushion and go out there and try and generate money on their own, right? So let's just, let, that's the base of this conversation. It's hard to be an entrepreneur. It's hard to be an agent. Um, we, good market, bad market, you have to motivate yourself every day to make money for yourself. There's no one else doing it. I don't care who your broker is, who your team leader is, who you know, who you're watching on TV. You actually have to get out there and generate money. So that's number one, just saying that. But I think what we lose sight of and what we have lost sight of as an entire industry is this is we are helping someone make arguably one of the biggest decisions of their lives. Right. And we do it all the time. Those of us that are doing well and we're constantly, you know, churning and burning these transactions, whether we're doing two a month or 15 a month. But I think 
we get so, we have such tunnel vision, so to speak, on what exactly we need for our bottom line to survive, to eat, to grow, to flourish, that we are completely losing sight of the fact that at the end of the day, it is all about the client. Not only from a chain of if that client doesn't buy, you don't make money, but it's all about the client experience and it's all about the client's, you know, decision. I mean, this is, this is a massive decision. And as the market is turning, and these prices are starting to fluctuate and go down, we have a situation where, you know, we're really going to have to bring value to our clients in the sense that not just be, you know, a slinger of property, so to speak, but we're going to have to be like mini wealth advisors. We're going to have to understand that like what the client is going to be doing. Are you looking to flip this in two years and move out to the burbs with your family? Maybe buying isn't the right time for you right now. If you can hold it, through the next real estate cycle, of course buying is a good idea. Um, I attended the Luxury Broker Summit in in LA last uh, October, November. Um, and one of the things that the guy said, he was like, real, buying real, those people that are really wealthy, that have true wealth in this country, and this is not, you know, the people that get on a private plane and think that they are, you know, the next JLo. The people that actually are building wealth and building wealth portfolios and not sharing it on Instagram, those people are buying real estate constantly. And when the market dips, they just buy more. And I thought that was really interesting because, you know, everyone tries to time the market. And that same wealth advisor went on to say that, like, if you're trying to time the market, you've already lost. There's no way to time the market. You can get lucky. You can, don't get me wrong, I've gotten lucky, but there's by no way you can kind of, while you're in it, time when the market's going to go down. Same thing with the stock market, right? So in theory, you have to make a decision that makes sense for your portfolio, for your family. Um, you know, how long can you live in that condo? Do you want to move to the burbs? Are you looking to stay in Hoboken forever? You know, if you're looking to stay here forever and you plan on having kids, we're looking at three, four bedrooms and brownstones, right? If you're looking to, um, you know, just be out in a couple of years and this is an investment and you're going to rent it, we need to make sure that that property is not, you know, is registered to rent with the town at a normal number where we need to make sure that that town that that apartment is marketable going forward do you have parking do you have everything that someone would need that you know wants to rent your place uh and i think that if you are doing that and you make sure that everything is you know perfect like that at all stages then you actually are making a good decision in real estate regardless of what the market is doing you just have to make sure that you yourself have flexibility and can get out you have to make sure you can carry that property through anything and a lot of times like the areas you know in Hoboken and surrounding a lot of times what what's great about investments here or in Manhattan is you know provided the rent control laws don't work against you for that particular property, you can rent it and carry these units. We always command high rent. We have a you know a softening rental uh, market right now, but we, if you you still get twenty two hundred dollars for a one bedroom, I mean that's that's pretty amazing. You know, depending again on the one bedroom. I don't want to be specific, but my point is, I think as agents, we have to remember that this is a very large decision for our clients. We have to make sure that our clients are entering this incredibly you know overwhelming process. And doing so while being advised correctly. You shouldn't be selling a property just because you need to hit your quota that month. You should be selling a property because these people are going to be in your lives and they're going to be, you know, trusting you. And, and, and by doing so, you will have that person's business for years to come. You have to think of it from a larger macro perspective. And I think 
when, especially when agents get started, they get so nervous. They can't see the big picture. They're just looking to close a deal, you know, and that's why new agents get bad raps. But if you can actually look at your business, this is going to be your career. You're going to be doing this for a long time and you want these people to come back to you. You got to look at it from a macro perspective. You got to look at it as, yes, this would be great from my bottom line right now. I need to make rent. I need to sell this property, but should I be selling this property to this person? right? You want to, and that's how I've always approached my business. And it has rewarded me tenfold. Um, Not only do I have incredible relationships with my clients that I cherish tremendously, but you know, they're, they're little, I refer to them as my client army. They run out there and they, they provide referrals to me. I mean, I work 98% by referral and by doing so I have my clients, incredible people referring me other incredible people, right? Because nine times out of 10, the people that you surround yourself with are who you are. So if you're working with great people, they're going to they're gonna refer you more great people and then it just grows and grows and grows. And while we're talking about real estate, this is, I mean, it's an obvious model for real estate, but it works across all platforms, um, especially anything where it's a service-oriented industry. And so I think what just frustrating me, you know, we've had a big shakeup in town and um, of new companies coming in and new companies going out. There's always going to be a new shiny toy, always. And there's always going to be, you know, an opportunity for one agent to make more money here than to make money there. And there's, you know, if you're doing well, you're going to be recruited by everyone. I think what you need to really focus on, and I think to cut through the noise that we're seeing, you know, from an internal perspective, is where are you going to really grow and where are you going to provide the best service for your client it should only be about the client and if you make it only about the client you will reap the benefits for years to come in a flourishing fantastic career if you're focusing only on yourself and your bottom line which don't get me wrong is part of it as an entrepreneur you should be that should be absolutely part of it but don't lose sight of why you're doing this don't lose sight of why you're eating when you finally can eat <laughs> don't lose sight of why you get that paycheck it's because somebody else decided to buy something and you made that happen and congratulations but did you do it the right way and i think as the real estate agent has been growing uh the agency sorry, the industry has been growing with, you know, all the amazing million dollar listings and all these, you know, TV shows were kind of glamorizing our industry. This is a lot of fun. But at the end of the day, and it should be every day, you should remind yourself that the only reason you're putting any food on your own table is because somebody took money out of their pocket to purchase something. And that's a big responsibility. And I think one that we are really losing sight of as agents. So I get so fired up <laughs> about this because it, to be in a service industry is incredibly rewarding. And you need if you don't have the knowledge, if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't have, you know, frankly, the balls to tell a client, you shouldn't buy that. This is a bad decision. And that's okay. (laughs) We can, there's thousands of other places you can buy. We'll find you something good. You should never be putting people in properties that don't work for them so that you can, you know, pad your, your, your bottom line and your pipeline that month. And so I just hope that, you know, with all the the noise that's out there right now and everything that's going on in our industry and all the new shiny toys coming out, at the end of the day, at the root of everything, it is all about the people buying and selling. That's it. And you can 
throw anything you want to make that process easier or harder or or more exciting or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you don't have that as your focus, I really think you're going to lose in the long run. So sorry for the rant. <laughs> it's just, I cannot, I cannot tell you how many conversations I had last week with my colleagues about, you know, what's going on in our industry. And I just, at the end of the day, no matter what comes out, it's it's still that basic premise. And I think if you can put your blinders on and do your job and do it well and make sure that your focus is on your customers and your clients and, and the other people you work with as well, don't forget them. Like we all, the, those of us that work well in the sandbox want to do more work with those people. So it's important that, you know, your reputation both internally and externally is on point and that you're constantly remembering why you did this and why you're helping people. Um, And I think at the end of the day, that will help you win. So good luck out there. Um, Keep those blinders on. Live well, love more.